Over here at the Not So Newlywed Podcast, we love to spice things up in the bedroom. So if you're like us, why not surprise your lover with an adult sex toy, video, or accessory from Adam and Eve? Listeners of the Not So Newlywed Podcast can enjoy a 50% off promo on any item available at Adam and Eve. You can use this discount on vibrators, sex toys, lingerie, lubes, lotions, condoms, videos, or some other naughty novelties found on their website. To receive the discount, visit the official cspn.us site then select the keep our podcast free link at the top of the cspn site scroll down and click through our adam and eve link at the bottom then go shopping as you're wrapping up always remember to wrap up know your status and be safe enter the promo code half off at checkout and it'll reduce any items price by up to 50 percent plus they're doing free shipping how could you beat that so again If you want to try some new things in the bedroom, you want to spice it up, you want to get just a little bit nastier, head on over to Adam and Eve and select an item or a few items and receive up to 50% off at least one of those items. Remember though, you have to click through the link at the cspn.us to help keep our podcast free with your order. So order from Adam and Eve through us today. The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. back to another episode of the not so newlywed podcast i am one half of your co-host london's mom i am the not so annoying not so bothersome half this is just ridiculous like i don't i don't even be doing that like i just be chilling listening to instructions doing what i'm supposed to be doing just helping and still Regular being annoying. Shit. Even with all of that, you still oh. manage to bother. See, look, that's why London don't even like your energy right now. You see that? Please, London <laughs> came over here to mess yeah. with stuff. Say hi, yeah. London is here, and uh, London's dad is here. Yeah. What's up, y'all? Man. We got, a, uh, we got another great episode for y'all. Um, you should change your Twitter name to London's dad. I am not changing my Twitter name to London. Word, because nobody really care about you. They just mostly care about London. Well, well I can agree with that. Oh, okay. well, <laughs> yeah, I can I mean, agree with that. My bad. <laughs> I'm not changing my, twi- uh, my Twitter name to London. Nothing could be worse than Brilliant Dummy. I can think of a few worse. <laughs> I hit models raw. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Any, yeah, pretty much. Anyways, we have a good show for you guys. And if you enjoy the show, make sure that you rate us, leave us a comment, give us some feedback, interact with us on our Twitter at NotSoNewlyWedPC. You can hashtag things from the show or things that you want us to see um, by using hashtag NotSoNewlyWedPC. Find us on Facebook at Not So Newlywed Podcast. Mm-hmm. We don't have an Instagram, so if you see one, it's not us. Don't interact with it. 
<laughs> Word, if it's asking for money, you don't have to send it That's there. That's not you us. You can send it to the Twitter. That's not us. We don't be scamming. <laughs> We're not trying to run in your pockets. Um, if you do want to support, you can go to cspn.us and click on the Keep Our Podcast free link and shop with some of our great sponsors like Wink Wine Club, Blue Apron, Adam and Eve, um, Amazon. It doesn't cost you anything extra. It just gives a portion of the proceeds to our boss man so that he can keep our shows free for you guys. And also we have a Patreon, so... You know, make sure you go there for exclusive content from us and some of your other favorite shows like mm-hmm. Ratchet Ramblings, Crown and Collars, Bad and Boozy. Um, and we have some new podcasts like Mama Meets World with Bree, um, the Dainty Thug podcast, um, Newsy Floozies, which will be coming very soon. You heard it here first. Uh, I think that's it you know (laughs) i just want to make sure that you are supporting in ways that you want to so now we're gonna jump into this week's show and it came from um if you listen to episode four because this is five you will have heard adina on there and thank her Mm -hmm. again for coming through but as we were wrapping up she mentioned how her mom's unwillingness to respect the boundaries of her marriage played a part in, you know, her marriage meeting its end. And so that got us to thinking like how important boundaries are, um, not only in your relationship or your marriage, but with outsiders. And so we are calling this episode boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. Say it like how you say Tony, 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 and think of us spelling it <laughs> some really um, exotic ways. Yeah, some really exotic ways. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, one thing that is important for me is creating boundaries um, with my mother. In regards to my marriage, um, I do have, and when she hears this, she probably going to be like, no, I'm not. But I do have a somewhat sometimes overbearing mother who feels like she needs to give her input and her opinion and put her voice on everything concerning me because I'm her only child. And, um... I do not allow that to happen with two things, raising London and being married to Mike. Um, While I respect her thoughts and views on things, I think she did a, you know, a pretty decent job raising me. Um, She doesn't have a place in my marriage. I'll let Mike answer if I do a uh, good job of that. But for me... Uh, what if I said no? Now, like now would be like the really a really bad time to like reveal something like that. Well, but, it's, but well, you no. obviously know that you no, do a good no job. No, would of that. be. But if you said no, again, this show is about <clears throat> transparency, right? So, right. but I mean, obviously, you know that you do a good <coughs> job of that. I know you just want me to answer, but yeah, definitely, you do you do a good job of that. 
Um, I mean, and I'm an only child too, as well. And um, my mother will not listen to this, so I can go ahead and say anything that I want to. Uh, <laughs> but no, um, I, I don't know. I would I wouldn't say my mother's overbearing, uh, but she is a control freak, and she's nosy as hell. And that's me putting it nicely. So she'll sometimes ask certain questions, but I've, I've, I'm like so accustomed to my mother that I'm like, I'm very outspoken. Um, so if she asks something that I don't even want to answer, I'll tell her like this, why you like, what kind of question is that? Like, why do you even need to know that? So, um, I think we both do a good job of keeping, um, our parents at a distance uh, so to speak, when it comes to what goes on with us in our marriage, obviously we do take advice from them when it comes to um, the terrorists. See, that's you see the terrorists. Uh, <laughs> but um, you know, other as far as like raising London, um, you know that's that's on us and not on them. So. We take their advice. Um, you know, we make a decision based on how we feel and what we want to do. But we do take their advice. Um, and even with our marriage, if, if there was, you know, um, we, re- we respect their advice. So we may ask them something from time to time. Um, not me so much. Uh, I don't I don't really ask. I'm a very, very, very private person. Um, and that's, and that's, I've been that way my whole life. Uh, so I, I never really asked my parents anything. And then on top of that, Candace has never really given me a reason to like, uh, be so stressed about something where I would have to ask like my mother or father for like advice, uh, per this, uh, so to speak. But I think there are times where it's okay to, um, you know, ask certain things, um, but then again, there's that is like a thin line. No, what do you think? Um, how can I say this? So I tend to not really seek guidance from my mom about marriage because she, um, she has never been married. So navigating, she's I don't I can't recall. My whole adult life, my mom even having a living boyfriend because of me. And so <clears throat> navigating, getting advice from somebody about navigating the waters of a marriage or a really long-term relationship where you guys are living together. Um, if I were to seek that kind of advice, I would want it to be from first a professional, but if not a professional, somebody who understands what it's like to be married or be in a very long-term living relationship. So I don't too much seek um, advice about things that I, with me and Mike, because uh, there's nothing so pressing that I need to, I Mm -hmm. guess, you know, we have pretty open communication, whether we agree with each other or not. So, it's kind of like I'll just talk to him versus 
uh, my mom or going to his parents and stuff like that. I don't mean to, uh, and I'm not trying to cut you off, but you that that just made me think. Like that's a very good point uh, when it comes to this topic, as far as like boundary goes and letting other people into your marriage or your relationship. <clears throat> I think like like you just said, we have really good communication with each other, and I think that's maybe where it starts. Yeah. Um, having just an open floor where you can talk to each other and you don't actually need to bring other people in to your marriage or, you know, ask other people uh, what they think you should do or, uh, you know, how to work this out. Um, I do feel like that that should be your first step uh, before you go asking someone else or involving someone else in with your relationship issues. Um, you want to be able to talk to your partner uh, about these um, issues, uh, just to try to clarify and clear it, clear things up with them. And I mean, once see, you see how you lose privileges. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I, I think that's a really good point as far as um, having that open communication, so that you don't actually have to ask other people outside of your relationship. And, you know, so to speak, bring them in, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly how I feel about it, which kind of rounds me to the next point. Like, uh, it's it's easy to leave your parents out of your business because you they are nosy. Like, I don't really care how cool or laid back of a parent you have. When mm-hmm. it comes to their kids, parents are nosy. So... It's like, eh, do I really want your nosy ass further in my business more than you have tried to be in it without an invitation? No. Like, you try to be nosy without an invite, mom and dad. I'm definitely not about to invite you. So it can get different with friends because, well, I can't speak from the male perspective. I can speak from the woman side of things. And um, it's really easy to want to confide in your friends especially when you going through some shit you know you want to you know vent to somebody um but let me say this because this is my thinking on it as a friend I don't want to be privy to all of your relationship issues if you're just going to stay and leave things the same because What happens is I will look at you, um, I will love you regardless as your friend, but I will not, I will hate your your partner or your spouse if everything you tell me about them is, you know, what's wrong, what they doing, how they fucking up, y'all arguments, what y'all arguing about, them mistreating you, abusing you, talking to you crazy, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Like, if you bring that to me as your friend, I'm going to dislike your person. Right, because, you know, as a friend, you don't want to see your friend treated in that way. Exactly. Yeah, and then if you stay, there's nothing I could do about that. And so, for me... On the friend side, um, if you are not wanting to leave the person but just vent, I highly suggest venting to a professional or venting to your person or venting to your pastor or whoever that might be or whatever you do for spiritual guidance because I will not like 
your partner after you tell me all the bad shit that they do to you, say to you, and this, that, and the third. On the flip, um, I surface level stuff, I don't really mind because, you know, for me, for me and my friends who date men, we find men to be annoying. <laughs> That's common. That's common conversation. So sometimes in my little group chat, I'll be like, Damn, this nigga, bad mouth me? this nigga, Mike, left the toilet seat up. This nigga crazy. And we'll laugh like, you know, men retarded. And that'll be it. But like deep seated, uh, deep rooted, uh, you know, not that this has never happened. Let me preface this. But if it was some deep seated shit, like Mike punched me in the face. I'm not about to tell nobody that knowing I ain't going nowhere. I'm not because my friends are going to hate you now. And they're going to always have some say-so. Well, they're always going to have something to say, an opinion, a, a judgment, once they know that you're abusive or some shit like that. Right. So, I don't discuss any issues that I think need to be straightened out. Surface-level stuff like, you burnt the chicken, that shit funny. You never, he don't burn the chicken, but that's just an example. That's just an example, but I'm just saying, <laughs> like, if it's something goofy, like this nigga burnt up the french fries, <laughs> we just about to laugh at you. We can just talk about me in the store. Like, you, you're always. Oh, about yes, that. yes, yes. So, this nigga grocery me anywhere. This nigga grocery shops terribly. Like, he can't never find anything. We gotta be on FaceTime for 20 minutes while he in the store because he can't find shit. He still don't get the shit that's on the list. I, that shit I make fun of him about because it's not that deep, you know what I'm saying? But if it was some deep-seated stuff like, you know, I don't know, just, you know, deep relationship shit that people go through. Use your imagination. Yeah, things of that nature. You know, cheating, but, finances, some shit like that, or, you know, shit that goes on, you know, maybe with, you know, family or health, health problems, shit like that. I don't take it to my friends because um, he has a he has a right to his privacy. So you know, I I don't veer in that path. But yes, we cackle and we you know yuck it up that the nigga can't grocery shop and he come back with tid boxes of fruit snacks and frozen chicken tenders and no fresh fruits, no vegetables, nothing that was on the list that will be of any use to anybody. That I don't see a problem. I don't with. go grocery shopping any longer, by the way. Just, yeah, just so you know. I don't have time. <laughs> but no, um, I'm just, and I've been since since you uh, we actually put this together. I've been kind of looking at this, uh, you know, from the male perspective when we talk about like friends and you know them getting into your relationship. I don't, I don't know per se if. Uh, if men have this issue, uh, and I'm probably the wrong person, uh, to discuss this per se, because I don't really experience this and me and, um, the friends that I do have, uh, we don't really get into certain, certain things like this. Um, I can say maybe the, the one time. Um, that, I mean, even I remotely wanted to be involved in something, 
or was like giving advice about something, it was because, um, you know, it was something detrimental. Like it was some real shit going on. Like, and I can't really discuss what that issue was. It wasn't with me. It was uh, one of my cousins uh, dating at the time um, someone. And, you know, we was concerned for him and his well-being. Uh, but other than that, uh, like I said, me me and my friends, we don't really discuss, uh, like, our marriages, really. Um, and that may be because, you know, a lot of us... Uh, I'm, it could be just age, maybe, but I don't think me, I don't like, Keese is probably, um, my closest friend and, and I'm just thinking like, we don't really talk about nothing like that. Like we never really got deep like that unless it was like, you know, a relationship was ended already. Like, you know, we find out shit like after it already happened, like, you know, whatever the case may be. So I don't. I don't know if men really have this same issue uh, with friends uh, getting involved into your relationship, and I would have to, I would have to see or hear accounts from someone else uh, about this issue. So, like I said, I, I don't know if I'm really the right person to talk about men getting involved in other people's marriages. Men don't even <clears throat> want to be involved with their own marriages, so. That's true. <laughs> so I don't know. I, don't, I just don't know if um, if it's the same. Uh, I'm sure there are instances of it. I'm sure there are, but I just I just don't know any, and I can't think of any reason other than uh, yeah, I can't think of any reason why I would why I would be getting involved in and like like say uh, some, one of my friends' marriages. Uh, even if he told me something, it would just be like, you know, I would try to, you know, help him think of what might be best for him. But after that, I mean, that's kind of the end of that. You know what I mean? Especially if this is um, someone he's serious with or something like that. I don't want to be, I don't want to be in the middle of it. <laughs> so that's, 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 that's kind of my take on it from the male perspective. Um, but I'm sure there are other, other perspectives out there. Um, if you are if you are one of the guy followers or listeners that we have, and you want to chime in on this and give us a perspective that we don't have, then let us know because like you know everybody handles their friendships differently. Yeah, but it the other thing is like like what's a way? Can you or is there a way to seek advice or counsel from? Uh, non-professional people uh, without giving them a permanent pass to butt in. That like that's interesting. Like, is there a way to just do a one-time? Hey, can I get your advice on something? Or hey, what you think about this? I <laughs> I don't think you can. You know, I I don't think you can. I think people once they feel like you are comfortable talking to them about your relationship. Um, they think it works in reverse. Now they could be comfortable talking to you about your relationship. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know if that's a past you can necessarily give hmm. if you want to maintain certain boundaries with people, unless you, unless you do the weird. So 
Let me ask you a hypothetical question. Like, unless you like, well, nobody doing... be- ever believes that that's <laughs> hypothetical. Like, that's never that's never a hypothetical question. Like, anybody ever says, you know, um, um, so my my cousin or my friend or, or you know what I mean or I got this friend. Like, yeah. we know you talking about you. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I don't I don't know. I was, and this may be another thing that's just you know, a difference between men and women. I feel like if I needed to ask uh, someone something, I don't feel like that's giving them a pass to just butt in. Or I don't feel like, I don't, I don't feel like my friends would do that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I I think there's a way to, to do it. I think there's a way to do it. Mm. Um, and you may need to, you may need to set that boundary before you ask the question or, you know, while y'all are having that conversation, like, Hey, I I know we don't, you know, we don't usually talk about things like this, but I'm, I'm really just curious as to what you would do in my situation. You know what I mean? I don't want to put you in our business and, or anything like that, but I do just want, you know, some feedback from you. I don't, I don't, I, I think there's a way to... To maybe do that, mm. um, and as you know, like you said, uh, if it, the best would probably be to either go to your spouse or um, you and your spouse go to a professional. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I I do think there's a way to do it, mm. uh, and like I said, that may just be a difference between men and women again, mm. or it may just be you know uh, certain people. You might you might know your friend is like. One of those people who are just non-intrusive. You mm. know what I mean? You may yeah. have a friend that's just like, hey, uh, yeah, yeah, sure, I'll give you advice, but I don't really want to be in, you know, in your relationship. And th- and I'm maybe seeing it like that because I'm like that. Like, I'm not, I'm really non-intrusive. Like, I don't really, I'm not asking you about, you know, Yeah, I think I'm to, I think business. I'm to the point, I think maybe in my younger days, I may have been intrusive, thinking I was being the best friend I could be. But now, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, if you don't say nothing, say nothing. Yeah, I want to talk you about know, how you, you're doing as a if whole. If you come to me, but... I'm going to let you vent. I'm going to say, hey, that's fucked up. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Or you wrong, or they wrong, or... You're making a mountain out of a molehill, but I'm I'm to the point where uh, I don't go barging in if it's not being brought to me as a topic of conversation. Yeah. So I don't. I, I try not to be like really weird in that manner because that leaves that that kind of leads into the final uh, thing we wanted to talk about with this topic, and that's uh, our. That are family and friends crossing boundaries, or are you always op- are you opening the door by always running to them? Like, which is it? Because um, it's easy to say somebody is being intrusive or crossing boundaries uh, when they're telling you a truth or telling you something. It may not even be a truth to you. What they feel is the truth. It that may, you don't want to hear, mm-hmm. then it's well. You should mind your business. You right. should do this. You should do that. But it's like, have they been minding their business, or have you all? Are you always bringing your mess to them, and and giving them the opportunity to crip walk in your business? <laughs> now, I, I, hmm. 
You see, this is a tough one because it really it's really situational, I think. Yeah. It's like, because, like I said, I do feel like you can ask for advice without, you know, giving that pass to say, hey, you can just do whatever you want or say whatever you want about my relationship now because I asked you one question. Um, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so... Uh, hmm. Yeah, that is that's really a tough one. It's it's, it's that fine line again. So For it's like me, if you're always going to someone, I think there's a right and a wrong way to confide in in someone. I don't think you should always be running to anybody um every, about every time something about happens. your yeah. about your spouse or your partner. However, the way life works is Sometimes you may be all that that person has or who they can trust with that information. So mm-hmm. um, it turns into a every time something happens, they're coming to you. As a, as a friend, um, I'm honored when my friends trust me to that level. Right. But I can see how putting that same trust in people, not me, can become a problem. Because... Um, and and you if you know any of my friends you could you can ask them yourselves they will tell you um i'm a f- friend you can confide in that's not going to be judging you or um looking down on you or whatever the case may be i'm going to try to give you my unbiased opinion like i love you you're my friend but you're human mm-hmm. which means that in these type of situations, there's no way humanly possible that you're always in the right. If you find you and your spouse always, you and your partner always getting into it, there's no humanly way possible you're always right. We have had our own arguments. I, you know, I, we, I pride myself on being right about shit, but the truth is... I am always right. (laughs) Wait a minute. Ho, ho. ho. I'm an anomaly. (laughs) You thought you had me. Nah, I I leaned in. I thought you you was about to say, I thought you was about to to speak your truth. I just did. did. I just spoke my truth. That wasn't it. I'm an anomaly. Everybody's not me. Nah, that wasn't it. We we have established from the love languages (laughs) episode (laughs) that I'm a... I'm a cold motherfucker. I'm yeah. a bad piece of work. Uh-huh. So with that being said, <laughs> though I am always right, <laughs> that is not the case for hey, mere mortals. Man. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> nah, I thought I thought you was really about to go there. I thought we was gonna get the. Um, you the did. Real, nah, I thought we was gonna get the real you, man. You, you did. You missed the opportunity there. You got the real nah, me. This the real me. Nah, you missed the opportunity. I think there. you just mad because nah, you don't like to admit that you are a nuisance at times. Nah, I, no, I'm definitely a nuisance. At, I'm definitely a nuisance from time to time. Really? Yeah. So you're not giving your truth? What I said from time to time. Listen, you like to think it's like eighty twenty. I. Okay. Don't see it 80 20. I what see do you it see more 70 30? 75 25? 85 15. Wait, no, you're going the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you're going the wrong way. I was, I was thinking 
Fifty-five, forty-five, maybe. You know what I mean? Like, I, that's Talk what about I low balling. That's anyway, what was, that's what I'm kind of. That's my range right now. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, but no, but <laughs> no. On the realer side of things, we get into it. I've been wrong. You've been wrong before. Yeah. Um. So that alone lets me know that if somebody as amazing as me can be wrong from time to time, mm. everybody can. Yeah. Everybody. <laughs> Let's just skip over that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nope. Everybody can. Everybody can. So, <laughs> so like I said, so I think it's layers to this because one is under having uh, having the knowledge of discernment mm-hmm. and discerning who you confide this type of thing in. Mm. Um, the other thing is even when there's times that Mike really gets on my nerves, I will. Tell him versus uh, putting that burden on other people because um, who wants to be having a great ass day and somebody constantly bringing they they baggage to you? Mm-hmm. I don't ever want to burden my friends with things that I need to be adult enough to handle myself. But also, I, I'm not sure how productive confiding in someone else is. Like, is this? Is is telling this person going to help you resolve this issue? Right. Or, you know, like, that's that's the real thing to think about. Yeah, absolutely. Is what, what's the best thing for you and your partner as far as, um, you know, with these boundaries? Mm. Uh, what's the best thing to get this issue resolved? What's, mm. what's the main thing causing you to want to reach out to someone else instead of actually speaking to your partner. Mm. So it's, 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 it's tough. And you know, not everyone has, um, that open communication within their relationship. Mm -hmm. And, and that's a, that's probably a, a a sign of something else. Yeah. Uh, if you don't have that, Mm. um, and if you can't just go to them. Um, so if you, uh, I think kind of, if you, and I don't, I don't want to say for sure, for sure, but I think kind of if, you know, you have that issue where you always want to run to someone else and tell them kind of what's going on, you may not be in the right situation for yourself. Yeah. This true. this may not be a relationship that you need to be in. Um, because there should be some, uh, some range where you can actually talk with your partner uh, about these issues without having to involve other people. Absolutely. Yeah, so... <clears throat> yeah, uh, yeah. It's a lot. I didn't... When I when I, when we wrote out the outline, we wrote that question down, we didn't know that it would have so many layers to it, but... Yeah, yeah. I guess that's why that's a good thing about talking through this kind of stuff, because you'll start to expose the layers that you would have to peel back to really get the answer you want. And it's a lot. Like, what is the communication like in your relationship? Uh... Do you have trustworthy people? Are you taking the easy way out by running to others versus sitting in what you and your person are going through and getting to the root of it? Yeah. It, it's just, it's a it's a lot. And this is why... Um, and there's nothing wrong with venting. No. You know, everybody nothing. needs to vent yeah. from time to time. But it's, it's just it, how, how you do it. How you, you do, do it. it too. Who you do it to. How often you're having to vent because, um, so petty shit happens in relationships. You be together with somebody long enough, 
Y'all, y'all could get petty from time to time. It mm-hmm. just is what it is. You get on each other's nerves. L- little nitpick here oh. and there. But every every disagreement, every argument um, is, is becoming a blow up. It's becoming a war zone in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're taking that and instead of trying to fix it, you're running to constantly vent, vent, vent. And never fixing... The real problem. <clears throat> yeah, it's um, counterproductive. It, it, it really it is. It gets very yeah. counter, counterproductive, and uh, I don't know. I just it's it's a uh, it, the the boundaries thing. I feel like it's a thin line. Like you would think in a conversation like this, everything is cut and dry. Like Mm-mm. no, don't do this. Yes, do that. But the like having friends that you can talk to or friends of family or whatever. But knowing how to rein them in or rein is pull yourself back from overexposing, overusing, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, there's no one way to go about it, actually, now no. that I think about that's it. Like, the, that's the tough part about a lot of these uh, situational um, themes, you know, we have on this show is that there's, there's really no one way uh, to do any of this. And that's kind of what makes these decisions hard. Because if there was just one way to do it, we would all just do it one way. Yeah. And, you know, and it would work 100% of the time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but uh, with these things, it takes some... It, it takes some failing. It takes some learning. It takes some... Um, I kind of want to say courage to... To kind of like just kind of step step out there, put yourself out there, and do things differently from the way you've kind of done things before to try to resolve some of these issues, and in, instead of having to involve someone else in your relationship who really doesn't know everything because they just know what you told them, yeah. so it's hard to. And that's another thing. It, it like it depends on art and. If you're confiding in someone, like, I know there's certain things, like, I don't want to tell, even if I was in the wrong. Mm. So I may say, well, this, 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 and this happened, and not really give you, like, the whole story. Yeah, that's the other part. People will tell a story that can be completely truthful, but they've shaped it. So they don't look so bad. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true, that's true, that's true. It's like... It's a like I said, it's a lot of lyricists, even being on the the receiving end of, you know, people coming to you or whatever, it's only so much uh you're right, there's only so much somebody will tell you um without you know, in holding stuff back. Yeah. Cause so, I'm not gonna tell you, you know, if she You could be like yeah. it could be like, you know, um and this is this is like the most most outlandish thing ever, but it could be like, oh yeah, well, Candace got mad at me about the laundry and this, that, and the third, and oh. it's not that big of a deal. And you might completely leave out the fact that you leave your drawers in the middle of the floor, right? Or something like that, like some, like you leaving out key information. It is true that I am mad at you about the laundry, but you left out a really big nasty detail. You leave your drawers in the middle of the floor. Anybody would be mad about some shit like that. Right. Or you know what I'm saying? But like I said, we give silly scenarios, but we know that this could be a lot, lot deeper, intricate, complicated, 
problematic. Right. Mm, yeah. You know, you know how that can be. So, like I, like you know, like I said, if you um have feedback on boundaries with friends and family. And, and how to set those boundaries how to with set your fam- them, friends and family. Can you set them while also seeking them for advice from mm-hmm. time to time? Or are you opening the door and now that is open and there's very little you could do about it other than check them about it and close the door and run the risk of them saying, well, fine, don't tell me shit else then. Right. Like, it, it can get... It can get complicated i i do believe now that we discuss it but so for me i guess that's why i feel like it's better to just leave the door closed Hmm. you know we like i said we might joke silly shit but really really deep things that we're going through or if we've been through or you know shit like that um i'd rather not open the door Mm -hmm. i'd rather try to deal with with it with you and i know it kind of sounds funny because these are your friends you and know what i mean it's that like you stare them wrong but your friends are always gonna have your best interest at heart right and, and it's it's one of those things where it's like you you definitely can confide in your friends there's and there's nothing wrong with that uh but when it comes to relationships i feel like the person you should be confiding in the most is your partner. Mm-hmm. And that's the person that you should be able to trust with your feelings. Yeah. So you should be able to vent to them about whatever's going on. Um, You know, even, you know, and in that way you could, you know, tell your friends, hey, this hap- this and this happened. Uh, but you know what? We figured it out. You know what I mean? You you don't have to give them the the problem. You can give them, you know, how you solve the problem. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So. So, uh, I don't know if you guys, I guess it's, a. I guess it's, this is a, a good show to kind of not, uh, give full synopsis of the TV show on HBO Insecure because there are a lot of podcast dedicated to the insecure wrap-ups and wind downs and mm-hmm. but um the new season like just started back and in the second episode they played this song going out um the the exit the end of episode song and whoo it's a vibe it's a whole vibe. <laughs> I was looking for the instrumental, but I couldn't find it. And we're not trying to get sued here at no. CSPN. But if you get a chance, check it out. It's called Easy. Um, and it's by Anna Wise and Xavier Omar. And Issa was saying that Rafael Sadiq, who's like the music supervisor for the show, made the beat mm. for... One of the characters on the show who's like an aspiring music producer and that it was so fire that she what Issa wanted it turned into a song. And uh the song is so like sexy and vibish and mm-hmm. romantic and get your freak on. Like it really is. So like if you have a chance, uh get on your streaming apps, uh so on Spotify, Apple Music. 
probably Google Play. I don't know about Google Play, but listen to it. Let us know how you feel about it. And, um, yeah, because I love it, like, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And so, finally, this last topic, which we're not going to, like, dwell on for forever, but um, I often see the conversation both on social media and you hear about if you've ever been in a church, been raised in a church, <laughs> been to a black Baptist church, Christian church, Presbyterian church, a church, church, church to church, church, church. One <laughs> of their favorite themes is women submitting to men. You cannot be happy in a marriage if you as a woman don't submit to your man. You got to submit. Don't no man want no woman that don't submit to him. I just pulled, pushed my glasses up on my nose to tell y'all. Yeah. I'm not being funny. And what I will say about this is I believe that the Bible is a great text to get lessons for living. At the same time, the church has used the Bible for so long as a form of suppression of marginalized groups, including women, that at times it's hard to really take it serious because um, submission is one of those things where it's like, if you don't submit to no man, you ain't going to have one. He going to get a woman that will submit to you. Okay, well, bitch, bye. I mean, what, <laughs> what can we do? The other part is I feel like that submission shit is for, like, weirdos and abusers. Shout out to one of my followers, uh, a dude named Courtney. But, he, like, when I saw, I had tweeted about, like, how y'all, like, I didn't know submitting was such a point of contention in relationships until Twitter because it's not a conversation I've ever had with somebody I've been with. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of like the whole point of the relationship is we do what we need to do within reason, within reason. Take that whole part, because y'all could get wild as shit. Within reason to make the relationship work and keep each other happy. Right. I, I think the, the whole submission thing is, like, what's, like, what's your definition for submission yeah. in a relationship? Like, that's the... If, when I hear that, it, it, that's what it makes me think. It's like, what is like, what is your definition of submission? Like, what, like, what does this woman have to do to show you that she's submitted? Like, and I don't, I don't really know. I don't know if, if a lot I don't even know if niggas know what that, they really mean. That's what I was getting <laughs> to. I don't think most men know what submission means or what action should be taken for a woman to want to, I guess, submit. But primarily it's used as a, when most men think of submission, they think of control and submission and order. And, and, order and, and submission is not that it's actually the exact opposite. It's, it's, you know, completely different than that. You want somebody sub to submit to you so because you want to control the situation, control the narrative, control, I, I, control, control. I can tell you right now, I don't like controlling shit. I don't like doing shit. I don't like being in charge of shit. So, <laughs> 
I don't I don't really know if that's I don't really know if that's what niggas really mean when they say that. They just want you to do what they say do when they say it. Control. If, yeah, but they but that's just you though. They don't want to be really they don't want to have real responsibility for the relationship. No, they don't. They, they just want to be in charge they, of someone. They want to control you, but with and and with that what they don't understand is with that type of uh, trust, with somebody having that type of trust in you, you have to show up and show out. And like you said, you you can't just say do A B C D or you ain't submitting to me in that. And I don't want no woman no. Like it means handling things in the relationship. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Being, being a being a breadwinner, being some being a protector, being a provider. You know, being a, a on top of everything. Yeah, like, like if if. If you tell someone to submit, they basically, you know, they, like, what do you, you, you give, you give all, you give all yourself to, you give up, you don't do certain, you know what I mean? You don't do certain stuff any longer or, you know what I mean? They, they'll give up certain things for you. They sacrifice things for you. They, you know, I'm not sure if submission is that black and white either. It's I, not. I, it's, I, it's. I don't think I it really, is. I really think we deal with absolutes a lot, and especially on Twitter, it's it's always absolutes. There's never any gray area. Uh, but life is full of gray areas, and this is another one of those that I think is like heavily gray. I think. I think what's so gray about it is because, like we just said. <laughs> no idea. London is London playing is with playing with her clothes. clothes and packing them in a suitcase. She finna get out. I thought this was gonna come seventeen years later, but God is in the blessing business. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, I think like you said, the reason that we can't ever get to if there's a gray area is because most men don't truly know what they mean when they say submit. Mm-hmm. They don't know what's required to gain that type of trust and sacrifice and commitment from somebody. Because like you said, they want to control the person. They don't want to uh, be everything that they need to be for that person in the relationship. Right. They just want to say, when I say jump, you say ha ha. When I say cook, you cook. When I want some clean, clean. Like, yeah, that's they, a slave. You can, you could, you they, can get a maid if you want. You could hire all that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that, that that submission shit is, it's 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 cool in theory. It sounds cool in theory, but I feel like there's some submission on both sides when you get into a relationship. There's some things you'll have to sacrifice. There's some things that you'll have to do. There's some things that you'll have to, um, and you won't probably want to do them all. You know what I mean? But yeah. these these are things that you'll have to work on with yourself to make your relationship work. I don't think there's just a such thing as women have to submit. And it really sounds, it just sounds stupid when, when you say it. Yeah. It, it really sounds stupid because it's not, it's, it's caveman logic. It's not, there's no real reason other than the man is supposed to be the head of the household. What does that mean? You can't be the head of the household if someone is opinionated. Like what, like what? Yeah. Like yeah. I don't, I don't understand it. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think the one thing um, that bothers me about 
this conversation is that men and women will say things like, oh, she only submit to real men. Or maybe you, maybe you not doing this, that, and the third. That's why she don't submit to you. I feel like I read some tweets. Uh, I cannot remember the, the woman's name, but I think it's like Oba Boni or something like, uh, or something of that nature. Um, she really broke it down and gave good perspective. And she was, what she said was, when you say things like that, you open the door for men to be violent towards women because you're telling them, well, maybe if you was a real man, she would, she would, she would do that for you. So now you've opened the door for a man to say, well, I break this bitch to get her to submit to me. She going to submit to me one way or another. Hmm. Like, I feel like whatever submission is, I don't talk the submission bullshit. I don't think we've ever had that conversation. Never. Not, uh, not until today. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know that I'm an alpha female, if if that's a thing, but I am just uh, both a uh, strong personality and strong will to the point where there's never had to be a conversation about submission because I'm going to have a say-so in my relationship. I'm going to have an opinion about things that happen in my relationship, in my marriage, with my husband, with my child. I trust you to lead. I trust you to provide, protect, and all that good stuff. I also trust you to acknowledge that I am not a robot or a servant and that I have an opinion on in a in a in a, in a voice in things that happen in this marriage. Because how can we have a successful marriage when one person is doing all the talking? What what does that turn into? That doesn't seem productive to a forever. If I got to spend my whole life with you shutting the fuck up so you can feel like I'm submitting to you, how are you happy? Like, I've never wanted to be with somebody that uh, I won't necessarily say challenge, but I never wanted to be with somebody who didn't have a voice with me. I don't want to run you. I don't want to be ran. I don't want to lead you. I want to walk next to you and we can make decisions best for both of us that will make everybody happy. So submission is not a, a point of contention, a conversation, or an ideology that we submit to in this relation in, in this marriage we don't care about submission and i don't think one-sided submission is how you go into a relationship you know you he can get a he can get one of those sex bots or something if you know <laughs> like I'm, I'm not sure if one-sided submission is how you make a relationship work or work on a relationship because it's, there's there's really no work being done it's just one person coming along for the ride. And I'm not sure that that is a relationship that anyone uh, who is sane would want to be in or who, who really understands what uh, relationships are would want to be in. And maybe when you're younger, you know, 21, 22, maybe that sounds like, okay, that's what's supposed to happen. This is what we're supposed to do. But when you start dating and you start learning and you start meeting people and you and you fall in love with someone and you really care for someone, you start to care for their opinions. Yeah. You start correct. to care for their feelings. Correct. You want to know how they feel. You want to know correct. 
uh, what they think about certain situations before you make a decision. Correct. Um, so I I can't I can't see where um, you got to submit. You got to do this is just a, a a one-sided thing for women as it as it has been made out to be. Yeah, absolutely. Which is why I say like if you take Twitter out of it and you consider the church, the church has always presented submission as a as an act of service from a woman to a man and never a mutual well, a lot of churches that I've been to, I fully believe there are more than likely some very progressive churches who right. preach submission as a couple thing, a mm-hmm. partner thing. You submit to each other. You work with each other. You have a voice with each other. You lead together. Nobody should be three steps ahead or three steps behind. You should be hand by you hand. You should be one. You should be one. So that's why, uh, like I said, we don't do... We don't we don't deal with the submission ideology in the way that it's presented. We you know, we feel like we are better as a unit with two voices because you know, two heads is better than one. Isn't that how the saying goes? Yeah. So, that's how we handle it. We would love to hear your thoughts and opinions on it. If you are a member of a church and this uh this topic has been preached in a progressive manner versus what has always been taught. We want to hear from you. Um, we're always willing to bring a guest on. Maybe it could become exclusive content and bring a guest on and they could discuss it and bring, you know, bring this, this sermon, the scripture that was used because a lot of churches are going digital and you can go online and find their sermons and mm-hmm. things of like that. So, if you have an opinion on this, if you have learned it differently, if you think of it differently, let us know. DM us. Uh, email us. Uh, our email is on um, Facebook. You can shoot us an email via Facebook. Or you could DM us via Twitter or reach out to us um, on our personal Twitters or whatever. But, yeah, we want to hear from you. And... I believe that is it. We don't want to get too lengthy. We just want to thank everybody for listening and tuning in. Uh, like I said, if you listening, if you're listening to this, this is episode five, and you've taken a chance on us, and we mm-hmm. appreciate you. And we will be back in two weeks with a guest appearance. Um, I don't have anything else. No, no, and I, I do just want to thank everybody that's been out there listening. Uh, it's been uh, really great to just see the support, and we really do appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, we've had a really warm reception. We've had people reaching out to us to be guests because they want to share their journey and love or what that looks like. And um, we thank y'all. Like, we really thank y'all. We've been doing some really amazing guest shows we can't wait you've heard some we can't wait for you to hear more um so yeah we'll see you back in two weeks